0: All right, Coach, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, my name is Greg McNeil. They call me the coach. And um, all-round happy guy. Like to really help you to do some great things in your life. And and I'm glad I get a chance to work with this person next door (laughs) that's getting ready to introduce herself.
0: (laughs) Well, my name is Sherry Wilson. And you know what, Coach? I think I'm a person who likes to learn, mm-hmm. right? I love learning. Mm-hmm. But I like to learn and then pass it on. There you go. So um, this might be a, a learning experience. Mm-hmm. and it might... <laughs> The other day, Dorita, she goes, <laughs> she said, uh, she was telling somebody with me sitting there, mm-hmm. she said, being around Sherry when she's teaching me something like branding or whatever is like I'm in a tornado <laughs> and then I collect all the pieces uh-huh. and I go to my house and sort and organize everything <laughs> <laughs> and then I go back for more. And so I think today might be kind of like one of those because the title of this coach you picked Brass Knuckles,
1: okay? <laughs> so,
0: uh, what I'll, I want you just to dive in because okay. I, I agree with you completely on okay. what your you know okay. your premise is.
1: Okay, so I generally don't get into degrees and stuff like that. I just jump on here. Mm-hmm. But just so the li- listener knows um, that I'm an independently licensed okay yep. um, clinician. I diagnose and treat. I'm also. Um, in the PhD program, right? So soon to have my uh, PhD, and so when I'm speaking to the listener, you know, just want them to know that even though we don't like to come heavy with titles and stuff like that, that you know we are fully licensed and um, and credible in the work that we deliver. Mm-hmm. So we're not just talking to them. About some opinions, but theories exactly. But we're coming at you with um, work.
0: So you're the licensed one, and then I'm the the layperson, I guess you'd say. Done it for a long time,
1: yeah. Well, you know, believe it or not, um, yeah, I got the degree and everything like that. But what we're really talking about for the most part is common sense.
0: (laughs) Well, some of the people you encounter in your field, I'm like, these people are nuts. But anyway,
1: yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, you can't treat me. <laughs> okay, so. Um There, uh, The past week, I've been dealing with a lot of um, relationship work. And Mm -hmm. for the couples, they've been in a great deal of distress. And one of the things that I notice is they are distressed in terms of what should I do? Mm -hmm. I know I'm not happy. I've tried a number of different things. My partner doesn't seem to be agreeable. There is manipulation. There is, in some cases, there is threat of what we call intimate partner violence right you Mm -hmm. know you know blocking people from having their way moving forward or getting out of an environment Um, there's a number of different things that are happening but they don't bode well for the relationship
0: so when you say that they're like blocking their way you mean uh, possibly using the control the manipulation gaslighting Things like that to prevent them from moving on, moving forward.
1: That's right. And also physical barrier. Like I want to leave the room and somebody is blocking the door, that type of thing. Which is
0: abuse. All of those things are abuse. That's
1: exactly right. You know, it's like you can't leave because I'm not done talking to you. Where are Mm -hmm. you going and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of different therapeutic models. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, I wouldn't even dare try to name them all. But there's one thing that the listener needs to understand. It doesn't matter what they call the therapy process that you're in. Yeah. It still has a rise to the level of your thinking to the mind in order for it to be acted on. So let's just say a person wants to be there into like an emotional therapeutic therapy, right? Okay, yeah. so we're going to learn how to work with emotions and stuff like this. Rational, rational, emotive, behavioral therapy, cognitive cognitive behavioral mm-hmm. therapy, gestalt therapy, you name it. Ultimately it comes back to the thinking.
0: Yes. Right? Always. Mm-hmm. If you
1: want to know what you're feeling, right? I feel nervous. I feel a little bit depressed. I feel scared or anxious. Okay, so what are you thinking about? Yeah. Right. So what are we saying? There is nothing that you're going to experience in your body that does not have to be that will not be processed through your thinking function.
0: Okay. Right? Yes, absolutely. Period. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
1: with that in mind then Let's just dispense with all the therapy types. Okay. They all have their benefits, Mm -hmm. right? But when I said this is a brass knuckle kind of a deal Mm -hmm. is... I don't like to use too many words because they can cause people to dissociate from themselves and the real life situation that they're in.
0: Which we just did two podcasts, uh, Too Many Words, part one and two, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that was very fascinating of mm-hmm. people disassociating from too many words. That's right. And I had that happen that uh, yesterday. I was like, there's... There's too many words. You're going the all of what you're thinking and saying is irrelevant to what we're discussing.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it causes confusion. Yeah. It's sort of like when we ask a person what they want, we're really asking them what they desire most. Yes. When they start saying, Well, I don't want this When they start, well, I don't want this, or they take you someplace else other than giving you a direct answer, it's like something is happening with you. Mm -hmm. We need you to be able to say, I want a great life with the person that I'm with, or I want my health. Whatever it is, you really want to be definitive because that's the way your mind works. So if you're not real clear about what you want, then you're getting the thing that you're saying you don't want because that's where your focus is. Yes. Okay. So if you're with me, here we go. Okay. You're in a relationship with your partner, your spouse, your significant other. Mm Mm-hmm. You're letting him or her know what your needs are. Yes. You've been in this relationship more than a year, two years, maybe three years, 25 years. Mm-hmm. You're still not getting what you want. Yeah. Maybe you're a religious person mm-hmm. and you're praying to God daily that God is going to touch the heart of the partner that you have. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just fine. Mm-hmm. I just want to say this to you if that's your position. If you identify yourself as a religious person, a Christian, and you think that staying in a relationship that's truly untenable for you is the best thing you need to be doing, then this is what I have for you. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If the Lord is on your side, when you walk out your house today, you are not depressed, you are not anxious. You are not complaining to somebody that the man or the woman that you're with is not treating you right. You don't have any of that going on in your psyche at all because you believe that the Lord is going to provide for you and that what you're doing is going to produce a reward for you in heaven. If that's the paradigm you under, you should have a smile on your face every single day.
0: Now, coach, that's Deep right there. That's definitely a brass knuckle. i Will not pass. Uh, no BS here. <laughs> Dil- you know, it's very very true because you know, like we've talked about faith, right? Mm-hmm. Faith results in action. Mm-hmm. But complaining and um, you know letting it get to you emotionally and things like that. If you truly have faith, uh, then those whatever you're seeing doesn't matter. I in so if you're still in a relationship like that and you're not experiencing that joy that is not dependent on external circumstances, then are you actually in faith? The co- that the caveat that a lot of people will say well well that person has a will that's right. So do you mm-hmm. we're sovereign beings
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there is a stigma in, uh, and I don't like actually to put religious with Christianity because I'm one of the least religious people you'll meet.
1: Amen. But I'm I'm a Oops, Christian. I said amen. You
0: did. <laughs> preach it, I preach. But, uh, so I just want to make that little differentiation. <laughs> Um, but you're absolutely right. I think when you were talking, people will hide behind saying they're praying, mm-hmm. and they're they they're believing for a change in that person, mm-hmm. but their communication and their emotional and mental demeanor does not fit what they say they have believed
1: for. That's exactly right. They don't. They're not seeing in the end. So uh, one of the things that comes up a lot, and I I put this to a client actually just this past week. What is the difference between faith and fantasy, mm-hmm. right? Well, guess what? In faith, you are believing in things hoped for, but they're unseen, right? But you believe that what you see in your mind that nobody else can see is going to happen. As yes. a matter of fact, it's happened if you're looking at it through That lens. Yes. Right? Yes. That's your faith. Well, guess what? Fantasy is the same thing, too, right? It's invisible, nobody sees it, and you can see to the end of what it's going to look like when you achieve it. Yeah. The difference between the two things is the work that we do. Yes. Right? Yes. One of those produces a work that allows us to manifest something in our environment. Because I'm getting chills. Sorry about that. Because this
0: is so important. <laughs> because my pet peeve is passive. And this is not a religious discussion. This is more of the relationship. And it can even be non-romantic. Mm-hmm. If you have that child mm-hmm. that is manipulative and mm-hmm. taking advantage of you and different things. Or a boss or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. it can go anywhere. But when you look at like even just relationships, then what you're saying, the difference between fantasy and faith is a work. Mm-hmm. There are so many Christians living in fantasy Mm -hmm. because when you were talking, it's like they hide behind prayer. Prayer was never meant to be a passive activity. Mm -mm. Uh, It is you get your orders and then you execute the plan. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, when they're in these relationships, Mm -hmm. like um, one lady was telling me her uh, dad and mom their relationship was tough, and finally the mom was like, "I'm not doing this anymore," and mm. she left. Mm-hmm. That was what that man needed mm-hmm. to straighten up.
1: That's right. And they've
0: been married thirty something, forty something years mm-hmm. now, and they're happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in a kind of a similar situation, and she's a Christian. Mm-hmm. And there's that whole stigma, mm-hmm. right, of being divorced, mm-hmm. and a lot of bad doctrine out there, actually, but. I said, okay, you have two choices because me and you can talk all the time, but then you're going to be hiding in your sessions.
1: That's right.
0: So your only choice is you make the decision that you're going to thrive in your current environment or you make the decision to get out. Right. Now, if that's temporary because he gets it, fine. If he doesn't... You stay away, Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. can even divorce.
1: That's right.
0: And she said the idea of staying, I would suffocate. I'm like, okay, so now Mm -hmm. you need to execute the next Mm -hmm. phase of your plan, Mm -hmm. right? That's right. So that's the thing is people think if they pray, they don't have to do anything, but there might actually be a strategy or a plan. You need to execute for your benefit if the other person decides to join you and you want that, fine. Mm -hmm. If you don't want that and you don't want them to join you, then fine. Mm
1: -hmm. So... Again, if you think, again, so I'm just, I'm just using just a few different examples. Like you said, this is not a religious thing, but mm-hmm. since we just started that with it, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say again, if you identify yourself as a Christian, a praying, dedicated Christian, then you also understand the principle of sacrifice mm-hmm. because that's what we're talking about. So if you understand the principle of sacrifice clearly, then- This is why I'm saying your testimony to your understanding of that sacrifice of that faith or belief that you have. When somebody sees you on a daily basis, they know your husband ain't worth shit. I mean, excuse my language. They know your husband, what kind of man you with, excuse me. But you know what? But they see you and you're smiling and everything. And you know what they say when you walk away? They say, "Woo, that Lord is with that woman right there. Or that <laughs>
0: you just did the cross <laughs> motion. That's funny. But yes, there's you, a
1: testimony in that. Yeah, and people can see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you don't have that going on, mm-hmm. this is the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. You're not happy. You can't stand to look at him. Mm-hmm. You're about to lose your... Mm-hmm. Then you need... To reach out and call Sherry Wilson. <laughs> and she can reach me because if she calls me, yep. then I'm I'm coming to free you up. So I'm telling you this right now. Mm-hmm. If you're in a situation that's untenable for you, when you call me, I'm going to help you to be released now. I just do the Lord's work that way.
0: <laughs> now, Coach, I think you're on to the next thing that's, that's important right. because yeah. this whole sacrifice thing doesn't mean That you sacrifice your personal safety or even your mental and emotional safety because, and you know, people have listened to this for a while, they know I have a true crime podcast. Mm -hmm. Remember, and I don't know if I said this uh, in our podcast or a pre show combo, but I um, was shocked at all the uh, season one and season two. There might have been one where there was physical abuse, but in the intimate partner homicide, there was no physical abuse mm-hmm. before they murdered them. Mm-hmm. It was always uh, gaslighting was mm-hmm. a big one. It was mm-hmm. always there, yep. the manipulation and control, mm-hmm. the isolating mm-hmm. from friends and family. Yep. Um, there were like key markers that mm-hmm. over in Europe they're recognizing mm-hmm. those as abuse. Mm-hmm. Here we're not. They're trying right. to change mm-hmm. that deal, but it I. I grew up in the 80s where abuse was beating the hell out of somebody, right? Mm. The Farrah Fawcett burning bed movie, where, you know, like that's what I thought abuse was. And it's created a picture that you're not being abused unless that's there. Mm. Then when people come out of an abusive relationship with all the gaslighting and emotional and mental uh, abuse, they realize it's not normal. No. I had one lady, she said that when her husband came home, she had to have. You know the table set a certain way, and the food had to be cooked within a certain time when he came home, and I'm looking at her, and I'd already suspected some things were weird, and i said you-You know that's not normal, right well no that's that's how all marriages are, right no. If Mike said, woman, you better have my food on the table at 10 after 5, I would bust. Well, I've done it. I've busted out (laughs) laughing. He knows how to get me to do what he wants, but that won't. And I'll just laugh, you know. So, Coach, you said something important because if you got people of a a religious or faith-based paradigm, they may think that they have to stay in something that is abusive and they don't recognize it as abuse. And I had to tell one lady, you're being abused.
1: So... I don't identify um, as Christian or any of the religion, any of that. But I respect people's right to um, pursue their lives at at the level that they need to. Mm -hmm. When I show up in the life of an individual... It's because there is some distress. Yes. If the process that you're working with is working for you, you're never going to meet someone like me. Mm -hmm. But when you do, you can rest assured that I'm going to help you to clean out something because that's why you're calling me, right? Yeah. And so you're going to need courage to make that change. So you also have to understand, dear listener, the the difference between an idea and something that is real. Mm -hmm. So. You're in a re- relationship, and the person is not listening to you. Now, this is a great example because I like to I like to use a dog example. They have excellent hearing, and um, you know because I train dogs, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I've said to people before, why are you saying your dog's name more than one time? They heard you the first time. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. The second time, the third time, they're just ignoring you, right? <laughs> yes. So. What do we teach? When you say your dog's name, you're always moving in the direction, right? So they understand if they don't come, you're right there on them, right? And mm-hmm. then after a while it's like, hey, when I hear my name, I need to get there yes. too sweet. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right then. Well, if you're telling your partner what you need that's reasonable in your relationship, mm-hmm. things that bring wellness for you, mm-hmm. thing that create wellness in your partner, and thing creates wellness in your relationship. If you're telling your partner these things and they have persisted in doing the opposite, now you're in that relationship more than six months, a year, five years, Mm -hmm. 15 years. Mm -hmm. The person does not respect you. Let me say it again. The person does not respect you if they are not... Providing to you those things which are necessary in order to sustain the relationship at the level, at the highest level, so we all experience joy and uh, the benefits from being in a relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. If that's not happening in your relationship, dear listener, your partner does not respect you. I'm not going to use an L word because it doesn't exist. If you don't have respect, you damn sure don't have love. Yes. You need to understand that, right? Here we go. The knuckles, right? Yes. So you need to understand that the life that you're living right now is mm-hmm. the only one That you're going to get. Yes. What you may think in terms of your imagination that what could be happening for you in the next life, that's cool, but that doesn't sustain you right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right now, you have an opportunity to live your life at the level you want to live it at. And you should be able to do that. But you have to understand something. When you say, can you please help me with this? Would you do this for me? Would you speak to me this way? Would you treat me this way? And their answer is, get the F out of my face, or they make you feel as though you owe them something. Right. That is not going to change in your relationship.
0: They heard you the first time. If they didn't take steps to meet your request, then they're just like the dog. Right. That's exactly they heard you. They don't want to do what you're asking. That's
1: exactly right. Because you have not taught them that they need to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And this is the other thing, dear listener. Mm-hmm. Right? You teach people how to treat you. Yes. You. So if I'm speaking to a woman, right, because I'm a man, right, so mm-hmm. I deal with a lot of women. <clears throat> if you're in a relationship with a man that's not giving you what you're asking of him, You need to leave. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, men come hardwired to please women, right? That's why we're always chasing you around. Right? Look, we can't help it. Mm -hmm. If kryptonite is a woman's mirror, is a is a mirror for a woman, then kryptonite for a woman is a man. Mm -hmm. He can't do without her, right? He just can't do it, right? So stop trying to do that. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to do that. The universe was made a certain way. You have, you need That partnership, that's how the world was formed, right? I'm not getting into traditional relationships or anything like that. I'm simply saying this to you. If you're in a relationship with someone and you've told them what you need and they're not giving it to you, how many times do you have to keep asking that person,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Mm -hmm. So if you go to a restaurant and you order something and they bring you something that you don't want, do you eat it? No, some some would. Some would. Well, At most, be like, no, that's
0: not what I ordered.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Take it back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if that same person that brought you the wrong tray also was dismissive and rude to you, would you take it?
0: Mm-mm. Uh, I'd probably uh, end up in jail.
1: <laughs> well, we're not going to let them do that to you. It's like, no, not her. Not her. <laughs> so, but here's the piece that's really important. The fear that you may have, it cannot be about what's going to happen with your future. You're not going to hell because you save your soul by taking your soul out of a relationship that's disrespecting you, right? Now, again... If you're that person who believes that everything is going to be all right in the end, then I'm not talking to you because nobody knows that you have a terrible relationship because they don't see it on your face. They don't see it in your demeanor. You're just happy no matter what. Yeah. So now I'm going to go to the other ninety nine point nine percent that's not in that category okay. and they don't know what the hell to do. Right. Yeah. They're praying at night. But that man or that woman is still mistreating them. It's like, look, how much of your life are you going to work? waste, Mm -hmm. allowing somebody to mistreat you. Mm -hmm. Again, understand what I'm saying to you, dear listener. If somebody makes a mistake, they're not going to do it again. But we're not talking about mistakes. We're talking about disrespecting you. Intentional
0: choices, knowing you don't want that.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So there's a few of you that I'm speaking to, and I hope you hear me. Um, whatever you believe in believes in you. Mm -hmm. If you have faith in yourself, you have faith in infinite intelligence, you have faith in the creator that you believe in, then you know 100% that you are not put here to be in abusive situations. Mm -hmm. Remove yourself out of those situations so you can enjoy the life that you have left. If you stay in the situation that you're in— No matter what you may describe it as, you are consenting to the mistreatment Mm -hmm. that you are experiencing.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: If you want power in your life, then act in your best interest, Mm -hmm. in the best on your behalf and on behalf of your family. That's it.
0: And beware of hiding behind words, even in your thoughts. Um, yeah. I in, you know as you were talking, me and Mike, uh, you know 30 years, first three years, did not like each other. Um, but one thing that we'd look back on those times and we are like, how did we make it? You know how did we not only make it but having a great relationship and growing closer each year? And, um, and we came to one conclusion we adapted ourselves to one another. Mm-hmm. If if I said I don't like that, he did what he needed to do. Same thing with me. Mm-hmm. We, uh, there's like an awareness of our impact on one another. Right. And neither one of us wants to have a negative impact. That's right. And so, you know, we'll, you know, and a mm-hmm. lot of times we would use humor even. So, mm-hmm. I don't remember what he did yesterday. It was something small. And, um, oh, he kept making this weird noise with his mouth. And I'm trying to focus, you Mm -hmm. know. So I look at him and I turn back around and he's like, oh, someone has attitude. And I said, no, you have attitude. He goes, I do? And I said, no, I was just saying
1: that.
0: (laughs) You know, that's just how we are. Mm -hmm. And But it was, we allowed each other to influence one another. You can't get past someone that will not allow that they won't let you change them and it doesn't matter they may have an origin story they may have all these words they may have all of this stuff that's not your responsibility
1: no it's not
0: and it's hard to you know get rid of all the words and say okay this person's abusing me or this person doesn't want me as Mm -hmm. much as they want this or that or that other person or whatever it is you have to be honest
1: you do and 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 this is what it really comes down to What are you seeing? What is the person demonstrating to you? So there are, again, if there's a number of different therapies, therapy styles, um, different writers and doctors, there are wonderful teachers on this planet, Mm -hmm. right? And there are different places that you can go and your relationship can receive help when it needs it. But I'm not talking about that, right? Right. I'm not talking about that because a relationship that's in therapy because they both want to do something is going is to succeed. yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you about the person that you know is disrespecting you. They don't want to change, not because you're changing them, right? Right. Because in truth, we don't go into a relationship to change each no. other. That's a losing bet. That's a what we mistake. do is we change ourselves in the relationship. Yeah. And as we change each other, As we change ourselves in a relationship, we better ourselves and we better our experience in the relationships. This is why we do it. Yeah. But if you don't want to do that, if that person doesn't want to listen to you, they don't want to take your advice. They, They want to continue to browbeat you, make you feel bad, make you feel like you owe them something, intimidate you in whatever way they want to do that you know, sexual withholding, financial withholding, any sort of manipulation, you're not in a loving relationship. Mm -hmm. And once you see that with your eyes open, it's time for you to go.
0: I think that's why to finish off coach, you know, because we have had a lot of like Christianity in here is there's an order to love. And so when you look at You know, the Old Testament was laws, laws, laws. And there's reasons for that. Well, in the New Testament, it's reduced to two. Mm -hmm. And it's love God with your whole being and then love your neighbor as yourself. That's right. So the as yourself is second, Mm -hmm. right? So you love God, you love yourself, then you love your neighbor. If those are out of order, Mm -hmm. you will sacrifice your well-being for an abuser. Yeah. For someone that does not want to change. That is actually a value statement of your love for yourself.
1: Exactly.
0: Because if you love yourself, you're not going to allow that. Now, when I think back to me and Mike's first three years, we knew we were supposed to be together. Mm -hmm. And we knew we would grow old together. Mm -hmm. But we're 19 years old. Exactly. So we had to kind of figure that out. But if neither one of us would have done what was necessary, we would not be married. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so you have to understand that um you know you've got to face truth your sub is going to fight you all of the things that you believe your you know uh, culture uh religious teaching all of those things are going to rear their head up but what you said today is you just have to look at it full in the face you and do. make your decision
1: you do mm-hmm. you know you do and um and
0: don't become like those you hate or yeah. you're trying to get away from. That's
1: exactly right. I wrote you that don't, down. Yeah, because that's one of the things that happens. You know, like if you stay in a relationship that's poisonous, you too will be speaking poison. Mm. Um, but you don't have to do that. Mm-mm. So, again, one of the things that we said today, we, we wanted to keep this kind of like... Clear and concise, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm talking about brass knuckles, but what I'm really saying is that you have to fight for the life you want to lead. And the first thing you need to do is that you were made to do something special on this planet. And that's not to allow other people to abuse you. If they want to join you on your journey in this life, we can have a tremendous time together. But if they are not willing to do that, you have to let go, dust your dust off your hands and your feet mm-hmm. and move on to the next experience. See that's where we need to end yep. coach.